Wednesday fans. I would love to welcome you back to our interview with Amber Tacey, um, Executive Director of Dancers Who Lift. This is part two. So in case you missed part one, that was last week. So go ahead and rewind. Go back to the last episode in case you didn't hear about it. But if you have caught up and you are ready to go. Here is part two of Amber Tacey with Dancers Who Lift. Enjoy. Brought in a new team member, Marissa. I don't know if you want to give her a quick shout out. Yes, quick shout out to Marissa Graham and Angel, my the second part of my brain, thank God. We had an influx of new community members right after the challenge. And like you said, something that I'm so passionate about is making sure that everyone feels seen, everyone feels heard, everyone feels supported. But I am also very human and know my limits. So I was like, I need an an extra set of eyes, an extra set of ears, an extra set of hands to help support the community. And of course, so many other members within the community have stepped up. And if someone has a question, if someone needs support, if someone needs a pat on the back, that the community members are, we are the nice girls of dance and theater. It is, it is so cool to see, to see the support, but you know, sometimes you need a bit of like technical support. So Marissa was a one-on-one client of mine many years ago. Um, So she had already been through the program. She knew me. She knew how I coach. She had in-person coaching experience as a group instructor, as a personal trainer, as, you know, a professional boxer here in New York. She had trained with. So just really cool, like set of skills that I didn't have. Important for me to continue to educate myself and bring new insight and education to the community. It was an easy choice bringing in Marissa. I knew I could trust her with my fam, with mm-hmm. my babes. Shout out to Marissa. I love you. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> we love her too. She's awesome. And you just spoke about your community. So let's go ahead and touch base about that. Cause that's what I, I treasure and love so much is that once you're part of this, like you're forever part of the community, no matter what. So c- during COVID you recognized and, and said like outright, I remember in the Facebook page of, we have some crazy talented people here who has a lot of knowledge, a lot of different knowledge. And you kind of invited the fam to have these like one-on-one Facebook live interviews for a while. Do you kind of want to talk about that experience and how the community is kind of helping each other? Yeah, absolutely. That is still going strong. We've got our weekly masterclasses where I think right now we have it scheduled all the way to March right now with just community members who have their own insights and expertise everywhere from graphic designers to yoga instructors to we have next week, we have a CPA coming in who's part of our community. She's a dancer slash certified accountant, and she's going to teach us how to balance our budgets. And these are just skills that Again, I am all about sharing knowledge, educating myself, and um, bringing that same knowledge to the community. And if it's just sitting there, we've got experts among us, you know, it's a disservice not to use it, not to shine the light and share their special skills. And everyone is so gracious and always so excited to share what they know about, I mean, full presentations and (laughs) detailed classes and coaching and 
it's like you said, it's just, it's amazing. And it's such a, such a talented community. Dancers have so many, the special skills section, you know, at the bottom of our resume. I worry that we don't always get to show those special skills. It's, it's really cool to be able to showcase um, more than just squats, deadlifts, chin-ups, and other personal accomplishments. Like there's so much to being just a multifaceted human. So I love bringing a spotlight to our members in that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was an exercise right now at UMD. I'm taking a professional development class. And this was the best piece of advice ever. And it was totally easy. We had to say what our best job was and what our worst job was. And what were you good and bad at in both of those jobs? Mm. And just kind of name that and call that for yourself. We had to sit with that for a day and then come back and say, all right, through those two jobs and through those two things that you kind of mentioned within those jobs, what are some other things that were brought up for you? So for instance, what, what other things did you do within that job? Mm. I remember picking my first job target and there was so many different things that I, I didn't even think about because, you know, looking at the side of, well, here's the stuff that I did really, really well. And here's the stuff I could have worked on a little bit more. But those are some opportunities that Target gave me like to work on that I never would have recognized. So it's really great to kind of think about that for dancers is there's so many different things. I'm very organized. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I have great memorization skills because like you said before, we are our main business. Like we're in charge of our businesses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to do all the accounting. We have to do the advertisement. We have to go to these auditions and travel and and do what we need to do in order to get the job done. So there's just so many different avenues that dancers can take, which which we need to recognize too, I feel like. We don't do that that often. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially right now too, when having a dance performance career is uncertain. I mean, we know we're seeing dates and promises arise the close, you know, the more that time passes, but in the last year. But looking at the special skills that you do have, the interests that you do have, these quote unquote random bits of knowledge that you have, how can you use those other passions and not just put yourself into this bubble of, I'm just a dancer. Mm -hmm. I just show up and do moves and then I leave and actually just be a well-rounded and exciting and interesting person who can also tell a story using your body. That's just like one little facet to yourself, which is why, you know, our little slogan is dancers, athletes, humans. And we can't forget that human aspect is so important. And even people who define themselves as non-dancers, I I hope, and I, that's one of the things we talk about in beer and ballet. We're all human. We all feel the way that we do within our body, within our mind. We take different things with different grains of salt and, you know, it's okay to say that. It's okay to say that you're human. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really important. Okay, I'm going to read this one question out because it was very long because I I truly like believe this about you and I want to know. (laughs) In the years I participated with you, you've always answered my emails right away. Literally, guys, within like an hour. (laughs) Created new workouts for individuals and groups, wrote multiple nutrition guides, not to mention creating some awesome meals you know, especially over COVID. And I know we're, we're doing more things with that. You keep a steady status on social media, all while dancing professionally, which by the way, people, she danced for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, if you watch that show. And it's pretty fantastic. Love it. Dancing professionally, keeping a beautiful relationship with your family at home, taking care of your own fitness goals, and just being what we just talked about, human. 
So Amber Tacey, how do you do all that? (laughs) It's a lot. Well, (laughs) I am a workaholic. I admit it. This is one of, one of the things that I am working on. One of my 2020 goals this year is to do less, trust others and assign because I do, I do do a lot for a lot of people. And I often, again, that's something I'm working on, neglect to put that same energy back into myself, but I I'm happiest when I'm serving others. So when I can answer a question, when I can answer a DM that like lights up a little, like yay stars in me (laughs) where I'm like, this is great. This is what I want to do. I love, like, I love serving others. I do have like a servant's heart, but it's very much the whole, you can't pour from an empty glass situation. So for me, having, having rituals, having boundaries is something that I'm working on turning my phone off by like 8 PM, not answering, you know, emails this year by like 5 PM, you know, not, not answering DMS and, and form videos and all of these things that it can wait until tomorrow, giving myself permission to wait and to do less. So having these rituals, starting my day the same way every single day is so important to me where my partner and I, we wake up and we have a cup of coffee together every day, even if it's just sitting in silence, even if we're both just reading the news or you know doing a crossword puzzle, whatever it is, we just have that moment and that time together every day. I take my dog and I, for our morning walk, that's, you know, very ritualistic for me. And yeah, I mean, training myself, that is, again, an act of self-care for me. That's something that I talk to my clients about, but also knowing that if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm feeling run down, taking an hour nap instead of going to the gym will be just as beneficial in the long run. So for a lot, for a lot of that, um, which all sounds very impressive, is walking a very fine line between doing what feels good and helping others and doing what you need and helping yourself. I guess that and the main that. reason why I ask is because I feel like a lot of our people in, in beer and ballet do this where they like, we, we all are doing so much, especially with COVID right now. And you spoke to it earlier of a lot of the fam, you know, saying, sorry, I'm going to have to quit. And, and, you know, you're like, no, I, I, I understand that I might lose money, but th- this is important. Like, I feel like this is really important and finding those moments of prioritizing, but also taking care of yourself. I, I think that's really important. And I think you highlight that a lot, all the time, <laughs> especially on Dancers Who Lifts Instagram account. So speaking of treasuring moments and, and making that a priority this year, do you have a favorite moment within Dancers Who Lift? some, maybe a story that's happened or an experience you've had? Ooh, ooh. Having, having, you know, 2,500 plus participants this year has been mind boggling. And again, just the, the influx of responses saying how much the community or even just the programs themselves have helped people during very hard times. That's so rewarding. Being able to give back piece of each monthly revenue to a different charitable organization this year um, is something that I've been really proud of and really excited about and kept kind of like, I don't, I don't want to be the person who's like bragging about like, look at the good work I'm doing, but it is important to me to give back, not just to my immediate community, but to other communities that need help and support. So that's been something that I've really been proud of. Being featured not once, but twice in Dance Spirit Magazine over the last couple of years, that was just like a really nice little like pat on the back, like, okay, we're doing it. So that was a really cool moment. You know, the 
time that I opened the literal magazine and was printed in it and I just wept over the magazine that was just a really cool like oh my gosh I'm like doing it because even amidst what looks like you know success and and prosperity there's still so much imposter syndrome and there's still so much concern that one one wrong step and where is this going and so you know having moments to be able to just enjoy the view and say like look at this community look at look at all the people who are thriving and living wonderful lives just because I was able to share my story just because I was brave enough to talk about having an eating disorder being really down and having a rough time and you know the course and path and the methods I took to turn it around and encouraging people to do those same things and that's something that I I just so appreciate about you too, is that you're so open and honest. Like everybody, if you look on the Dancers Who Lift Instagram account, there's so many of Amber's stories where she gives you even college pictures of showing like you in college, which I love and appreciate so much. But you're just so open and honest about your story. And I think one that speaks to, you know, us us as the DWL fam feeling like one of your friends, like feeling like, we're part of this family and we, you know, we relate to each other and we all help each other. And I think that's so beautiful. And I just want to thank you for that too, because that's, you're, you're, you're telling these stories that, you know, for a lot of people, it's hard to talk about. And I think you, especially being so present on social media and writing those blogs, you're being a voice for those people and making them see another person who's gone through it and has seen the light. And it's really, it's great. So thank you for that. I appreciate that a lot. Hey, Beer and Ballet fans. So you know the drill. This is about the time when we start mentioning a couple of breweries, a couple of different spots that us as artists really love and appreciate and enjoy, especially during these times of COVID. So just another reminder that small businesses are really suffering right now. Even if you're listening to this, hopefully by the end of COVID and we are all back to normal, but we all still need to help out our small businesses. So take a look around, um, take a look at Facebook, Instagram, all those social media pages, take a drive around your neighborhood, see what local neighborhood spots need some help right now. And Amber Tacey and I talk about a couple of those that are helping her out through these times. And I hope that you are supporting those that are helping you through the times that you're in at this current moment. So just a reminder, but let's get back to business. Let's talk to Amber Tacey about her rapid fire questions. Enjoy. Now we get into some fun stuff before we wrap up. Yeah, it's a new thing I'm doing. It's called rapid fire. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Rapid fire. First thought, best thought. And that's how it's going to go. Okay. You okay? Yeah, let's do it. I'm nervous. <laughs> just went like, oh God. The, the My whole face up. dropped. It's fine. It was like, oh man, we were talking about all these positive, wonderful butterfly things. And now, uh. <laughs> all right, all let's right. go. What's your second favorite sandwich? My second favorite sandwich. Not your first, because we're not my first. Though. No. Okay. Um, it is okay. It is a grilled turkey and provolone on rye. 
Oh, nice. Okay. That is just, my first is just a classic peanut butter and jelly with crunchy peanut butter, which I just, I don't, I would eat that any day, every day. But my second is, is the, is the grilled turkey and provolone. So we have this conversation in this household and I'm curious where you stand. Crunchy versus creamy peanut butter. It's like, no debate. <laughs> it's, it's crunchy. Well, it's, it's no crunchy. debate. Crunchy <laughs> is the one. I am a creamy one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> fight. Podcast. <laughs> We're done. This is literally the only fight Ricky and I have ever had. And he will hide my creamy peanut butter. Oh my God. Around the house. It's terrible. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have creamy peanut butter, but it's for Gamora. That's what our dog eats, Amber. Oh, ooh, well, <laughs> Gamora, you and I need to go hang out. We'll have a PB, uh, peanut butter, eat some apples with peanut butter and peanut butter party. We'll have a peanut butter party. <laughs> what is your greatest fear? Snakes. <gasps> yes, I'm with you. I mean, to the it's nearly to the point of ridiculousness where I do not watch movies or TV shows with snake appearances. I took my dad to the Bronx Zoo last year. Mm. We did not go to the like, even the building that the snakes are housed in. We did not go. I'm literally the same. <laughs> what was your very first dance you ever saw? Oh, okay. I think it was probably the first dance dancing situation that I remember seeing and being like that's a dancer probably Vera Ellen in White Christmas oh wow okay yeah um I don't remember my first live dance experience I'm sure it was like a local community theater situation but I I vividly remember watching White Christmas and being like dancers and having like hard eyes oh yeah yeah my my first dance that I ever saw too was like a film it was music video but it was like I'm gonna go way back free willy Michael Jackson yeah that, that whole ending scene the music video I just saw Michael dancing his heart out and I was like all right that's what I'm gonna do that is me amazing it's gonna go um what was your very first dance I think it was Again, the first one that I remember was the one that I've alluded to with the twinkle skirt and turning the lights off on stage. I don't know if maybe that was like a little bit traumatic and that's why I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, hmm, is that like a trauma memory? But um, that's what I that's what I recall. There was also another dance where we did the Disney Mambo number no. five. Yes. Um, and I remember doing lots of like shimmies in like fun tool skirts. So mm-hmm. those that's younger dancing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite dance step? Favorite dance step? My friends and I are total dance dorks. Um, and so in you know, group settings, generally socially unacceptable times to dance. We will break out various dance moves. You know, if someone's at the bar ordering a drink, we'll be, you know, at the table and just doing a dance move as they turn around to see if we can make each other laugh. So mine is a lateral T that I will just hit. (laughs) So if you could just imagine like walking down the street and like suddenly you're like, you know, a few feet in front of me and you turn, what are you doing? And I'm just in a lateral T a few feet behind you. Um, for my friends who don't know what a lateral T is, this is when you like stand on one leg and literally make a T with your body. Like, mm-hmm. so, so homegirl's not just standing on two feet with like her arms out at a T. She is standing on one leg 
making her whole body be a T. <laughs> Only for like a brief, like I'm not holding it, you know, yeah. let's, let's be realistic here. But it's like my whole friend group has like our little like dance poses that we'll do. And that that's my go-to. So I guess that's my favorite. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to go to New York and just see, boop, there's a T. Oh, there's Amber. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Never need to find me in a crowd. Look for yes, the tea. that's how we'll do it. We'll look for the T, Amber T. What's your favorite type of beer? We're going to shift gears a little bit. Go Ooh, okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on the beer and ballet podcast, but I am much more of a wine drinker. Um, <gasps> okay. I, I know my favorite beer, the one that I get very excited about, very nostalgic about is a local craft beer from a brewery in my hometown of Virginia called mm-hmm. Stable Craft, which is just the cutest little brewery. It's on the side of a hill. It's literally horse stables. Half the half of it is horse stables and the other half is like a restaurant and brewery. And you can like have a beer and watch the horses as the sun. Ah. It's all very picturesque and very cute. And they have a American stout called Night Latch. Oh, okay. And it is like tiramisu in a bottle it is just decadent so you know it's it's a stout so it's pretty heavy um so it's like it's like a dessert yeah that is that is nice and I don't I don't know if it's so much the beer as it is just the whole like experience of having that beverage looking at the horses as the sun's setting over like a Virginia town but yeah so that that would be my favorite yeah. I have yeah, never yeah. heard of that before in a brewery and I want to go now. Oh my gosh. You have to look up, um, shout out to Stablecraft Brewing. Hey. Uh, <laughs> we do shout outs here for breweries. Let's do it. Not, not sponsored, but yeah, if you find yourself in central Virginia and want just like a small little brewery, it's, it's real cute. Well, Amber, um, how can our friends learn more about you or keep up with you or and also new things happening with the DWL fam what's going on yeah okay you can find me at dancerswholift.com you can find me at dancerswholift on the Instagram and on the Facebook exciting things coming up we have our biannual membership take the leap that is opening up the first week of February and the program starts February 7th. Those are, as you know, Amber, monthly workouts, uh, mobility flows, ab workouts. It is the whole community aspect of just what a strength training program should look like for an artistic athlete. And they progress every month for six months, um, taking you from beginner lifter to less beginner. Um, I can't promise to make you advance, but um, you'll definitely learn some new skills, new tricks, and just feel more confident and being able to take the leap and dive into what cross-training actually looks like. Um, And then we are revamping our one-on-one program. We're calling it the Groove Academy this year. We've got some surprises in the works for that, taking it one level up. But if you are looking for a more personalized experience than the LEAP membership, um, our one-on-one program is still happening and we build programs based on your goals and your schedule. And that's a very intimate and personalized experience. Nice. Well, Amber, I am so thankful to you and the DWL fam. And I want to give a shout out to Winter. She was the one who she'll be on this podcast too. Everybody knows her in beer and ballet too, but she was the one that introduced me to you. And 
ever since then, I just, I've learned so much from you and I really appreciate everything you do and for the dance community and for everybody. And beer and ballet fans, go hit that like button and or subscribe or whatever Instagram's doing right now. Everything's changing. Who knows? COVID's just technology's crazy. Who knows? But go hang out with Dancers Who Lift. At least check it out. Some really great nutritional guys. There's some great advice that's being there all the time, every day, all day. And um, y'all have a lovely rest of your week and we'll catch you guys later. Thanks so much, Amber. Bye. Bye.